Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% All right, we got work to do. We set the pigskin off to go get us corned beef sandwiches, and I appreciate him for doing that. So, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's that tis the season. I'm going to have to jump up, though, and go get mustard. I can tell you that right now. Hmm. Um, we are happy to be here, and we hope that you are enjoying your time. We have things to get to. And uh, before we get into the red-white report, this is sort of relatable, Christian. Let's play the highlights from last night and hear from Hunter Henry, the birthday boy with not one... But two touchdowns last night, and uh, the Patriots beat the Steelers. Don't tell Joe Franklin I was celebrating that today. Second down and seven. Patriots zapping to the end zone. It's going to be hauled in for the touchdown by Hunter Henry. Here's the defender right here. We keep talking about the linebackers. This is Michael Walker, who ends up slipping at the top of that route, and they throw right in the middle of this defense. That's where you thought they would attack. Oh, she's had in any game this season. Zappi, throwing, caught, Henry, touchdown. Whoa. So Henry, who scored the prior touchdown, went into the medical tent for just a moment, comes back and scores again. But he gives it a little pump fake. He throws it on a line and somehow gets it over 23. Great concentration by the big tight end. But you're not supposed to be able to make that throw. Alrighty. <laughs> Thank you. How good did that feel? On your birthday, I'm going to have a couple catches. How good did it feel to get out uh, I think the win was obviously the most important thing. Um, gosh, it feels good, man. Um, you know, it's been a hard stretch, a hard year. Not been, you know, what we've wanted at all, but, you know, this is a, a great step in the right direction. Um, we were able to play complimentary football. You know, we did some things in the second half we need to clean up, but coming out with a win is huge. Congratulations, Hunter Henry. That'll weigh. Former Razorback. All right, Red White Report, and then we'll get Tom. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court, Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Dem Pigs is playing Dem Sooners. This weekend in Tulsa, it is a 3 o'clock tip, 2.30 pregame on the buzz. Tomorrow, an Oklahoma course nationally ranked, an opportunity for Arkansas to improve its net ranking and keep uh, the winning streak alive. What's the winning streak? One game, two games? Two. Two, Duke. Two. Yeah. So let's go. Look forward to that. Uh, Won't be long before you guys are doing the uh, postgame show. No. Beginning of next year. Want to congratulate three Razorbacks who have been named All SEC freshman team: Jalen Braxton, offensive lineman Andrew Chambly from Maumel, and Isaiah Satania, all getting the nod from the league's coaches. Are all three of those guys coming back next year? At least so far. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's good news. I always worry about the stupid portal. Uh, Arkansas out of the frying pan into the fire at the. NCAA championship in volleyball, Arkansas beating Kentucky in five sets. Now, I think I heard this morning they were actually talking about it on the uh, on Sports Center. Well, yeah, this is the Sweet 16 down to the Elite Eight. I know. I just didn't. I don't remember ever seeing volleyball. I guess at this point, I, I don't pay attention. I guess you, I'm you sure haven't been paying it. attention. Maybe not. But because of Arkansas success, and but I thought they said a little bit more. Oh, it says right here. It's the first victory over Kentucky for the team since 2012. First time for these seniors That's to amazing. ever beat Kentucky. 
Jill Gillen was outstanding. Man, they sucked me in. I turned it in. I started watching at the end of the first set. Kentucky dominated that set. Then Arkansas came back and won the second and third sets. Kentucky won the fourth set, and then they went to the fifth set. That They only go to 15 on that fifth set. And Arkansas jumped out to a 5-1 lead, held on, and beat Kentucky and made school history. First time ever to go to the Elite Eight, and now they'll get Nebraska tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Nebraska is the number one overall seed, so it will be a very tall order. Thanks, Peggy. A very tall order to knock them off tomorrow, but we wish them the best of luck. Arkansas is fun to watch. They, uh, they're they a smaller team. You watch some of these other teams, and they've got these 6'3", six, 6'4", six, girls. Arkansas doesn't have that, man, but they are they're fighters. And Jill Gillen, dude, Justin, she is, you would love her. You need to watch. Seriously, you need to watch. She is 5'8", has a 34-inch vertical. She gets up and hammers the ball over some of these tall 6'3", six, 6'4", six, players. Yeah. She, it's, it's remarkable. It's what time they play is. tomorrow? Five? Five right. o'clock. Yeah, I'll catch it. ESPNU, if you want to watch it. Can I make a true confession about volleyball? You can. That's probably my wife's best sport. She played in uh, high school, could have played in college, but she didn't. But a uh, great setter, as it were. I find volleyball very difficult to watch because it's too intense. I you know what I'm, I, I just it wears me out. There's something about it's like when I used to play Pong, that mm-hmm. first video game. Mm-hmm. I would get too nervous and invariably I would miss the shot. And no. volleyball makes me feel the same way. I was just getting nervous watching them yesterday. Yes, it was intense. It's what I'm saying. Now I'm excited to. Uh, I'll try to catch some of that. Actually, thank you mm-hmm. for the heads up on that. All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Mr. Murphy is Arkansas stand- women also won last night. Beat oh yeah, Louisiana Tech 100 to 80. Thank 100 you. to 60. Thank you. Mm. Forgot about that. And I haven't talked about what happened in Conway last night, but I will. Tom Murphy, welcome, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, it was my alma mater that lost by 40 to the Razorbacks and gave up 100. And um, I went actively searching for that Arkansas volleyball game yesterday, but my new package that I got somewhere doesn't have ESPNU. Very disappointing, so I didn't get the one. That's ridiculous. Um, well, I, uh, I'm i going to find that uh, volleyball. I guess you can probably find it on the stream, too. That's so. what, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with football, and then we'll delve into the basketball matchup tomorrow, Tom, for Arkansas and Oklahoma. But, you know, portal-wise this week, you know, Arkansas had a couple of losses. Rocket Sanders leaving, and I'll tell you what, around here really did not seem to bother anybody for the most part. It seemed like... Uh, a, it was a kind of expected because he's going to get an opportunity to get paid elsewhere. And B, I think Arkansas fans feel, or at least the guys around here do, feel good enough about the running backs that are returning that they're not sweating it a whole lot. Um, agreed on both fronts. Um, Jimmy Smith has done a wonderful job recruiting and re- retaining the backs, but now they've lost him and A.J. Green. Um, I think it's just recency bias on the first point because he had a tough season. I mean, and he dinged up his knee, um, and it wasn't a torn ligament or anything, but it's it's something, and, you know, I, I suppose it was a meniscus or something, and it just, you know, we don't know when it got right. You know, we know that he spent some time in Texas. Um, he was away from the team a little bit. Uh, he was on the sidelines for some games, and you just didn't really know. In today's game, you, you don't know exactly what's going on. Like, well, how much is he getting paid? How much pressure is there for him to actually play because he's getting paid? And I think it's um, it's just unfortunate because he's a great kid. He had a huge season. Um, but now, I mean, you guys were talking about the all-freshman team. I think if Isaiah Augusta had played a little bit more, and we saw late in the year, he was breaking tackles. The same kind of tackles that Rocket and some other guys weren't breaking earlier in the year. He was breaking some late in the year and had big games against Missouri and FIU. If he'd played a little more, he could have been on the All-SEC freshman team, too. So, yeah, it's just one of those, like, I I think it came to the point where it's a mutual parting of the ways, and both sides probably admitted that they felt like that was going to happen. Tom, what do you think uh, Coach Petrino, I mean, I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to him yet, but what he would like to see from a quarterback standpoint. Obviously, K.J.'s status is still up in the air. I think we all feel pretty good about Chriswell, and I think he and Coach Petrino could be a good fit together. Uh, any feel for what he would like to have happen at the quarterback position and and any feel for what's going on with K.J.? Right. Well, I haven't talked to him specifically. I mean, we did at the press conference. But he's shown he can adapt to basically a pocket passer in Ryan Mallett and a semi-pocket passer, Tyler Wilson. 
to a more active dual threat guy like Lamar Jackson at Louisville, who he helped guide to the Heisman Trophy. So he can do both, and, and I think he can find ways for a Jacoby Criswell um, or anyone else they get in the, in the transfer portal or KJ to be a productive quarterback. I mean, I think let's just say Petrino had been the offensive coordinator this year. I think we'd have seen a much more efficient KJ Jefferson. He'd have thrown for more passing yardage. Uh, they would have made the schemes work better. You know, the, the run schemes. He would have he would have run for more, and his touchdown interception ratio would have been stronger, just based on the way Petrino would have fit him into his scheme. So, I don't know what the slow play is regarding KJ. I mean, the, the I think the 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 best money was on the fact he wouldn't be back. You know, and then it really came down to whether he turned pro, which I think he wanted to do when the season started, or get in the portal. Uh, but it's not a done deal, clearly. And um, even though we feel like we won't see KJ again, who knows? I mean, um, I think if you go under the Matt Rule rule um, and the going rate for quarterbacks somewhere between one million and two million, he's probably just kind of feeling out what uh, what what the system looks like right now. And I don't know if Arkansas. I really don't know what Arkansas might be willing to do from an NIL standpoint. He's been great for the program. Let's never forget that K.J. was great for the program. He just had a tough senior year. Do you think the coaches know what K.J.'s plans are, and that's why they're out you know, visiting quarterbacks, bringing a quarterback in from North Texas, or are they just being prepared in case K.J. leaves? I think my guess is they probably have a very strong feel for it. I don't know if it's definitive. I mean, you know, about a week ago there were reports that he's a, he was prepared to, to join the portal. And then he came back and said, hey, I haven't made a decision yet. Um, he's working on Mississippi time, y'all, which, as we know, you know, things can be a little bit slower in Mississippi. So um, we'll see. Even though I think we all feel like he won't be back, uh, they have to prepare themselves. I mean, whether K.J. was coming back or not, I think they'd be in the portal trying to get some help at the position. What do you think about the offensive line coach hire? Um, you know, Eric Mateos was here. Um, when you see the reactions of guys like Travis Swanson and Dan Skipper who've had and Sebastian Tritola who've had interactions with him and Bray Cook, he had a he had a fun podcast the other day with those guys on it. Then you know he's he's he, he relates well to the players. He obviously knows Brett uh he obviously knows Sam Pittman having served as a GA here under Brett Bielema. So um I think I think a popular hire. Um and they just gotta be you know, they gotta be physically stronger um, and just kind of more of a cohesive unit I feel like he'll help in that regard I just saw they're bringing in um, a linebacker from Middle Tennessee is that a priority linebacker now with all the defections absolutely when you've lost Paul and you've lost Jordan Crook and I think they really really would like to have Jaheim Thomas back and uh, obviously Brad Spence was a huge a huge uh true freshman last year that you know he'll his playing time will go up and they've got to you know they've got to groom up the guys that are um you know on the roster the Caden Henleys and the Carson Deeds and some of the other younger guys they've got to get them to where they can contribute um as well as hit the portal but yes I, I would say linebacker is a priority um the defense was good right football was a second leading tackler right Arkansas is apparently yeah. ramping up their money, right? Why does he All leave? Those are, yep. Why did Poopal leave? Yeah. Um, yep. You know, his his dad had a tweet, and I, I think some people were saying, yeah, this is about NIL money. And his dad uh, said, no, that's not it. He didn't say why. But Jordan Crook's dad um, talked about how his position coaches, which would have been um, obviously uh, Michael Shearer, last year, and then Travis Williams this year, talked about his strong points, being a warrior and all that, and then his playing time maybe didn't correspond with the coach's public comments about how, how much he would contribute. So I think I think in Jordan Crook's instance, it was about uh, a playing time. Um, now, I would also point out that he was on the field and hadn't been on it very long, I don't think, in the BYU game when they did that double pass um, and it was his, you know, his position, his his guy who leaked out of the backfield and 
caught the un- you know, unguarded touchdown pass against BYU that was such a big play in that game. These things happen. You know, guys make certain mistakes. And I think Jordan Crook came along. But, um, you know, you have to build at the position. You had to bring in some transfer help, which they did, and Thomas and Antonio Greer. And so I think the players of parents and the players themselves have to understand teams are trying to strengthen their rosters, and it's not all about just who you recruited as a freshman. So I don't know where Jordan Crook will land. I wish him the best. I think he's a good kid. Um, But, yeah, they've got to keep building and um, understanding that the freshmen have to build up as well. I just don't understand the Poo deal, unless it was something he he had a conflict personality-wise. Because if there was a money priority for Arkansas, I would think that he would be one of the top money priorities as a second-leading tackle on the team last year. Uh, hey, Joe, Justin, I agree with you. Um, I hate it because I think Poo Paul, uh, first of all, I thought he was going to be selected as a team captain, and it was surprising, quite honestly, that um, Trey John Jeff Coat and Landon Jackson were the two defensive captains and Poo Paul was not. Uh, the way he talks, I mean, you, you could tell he's the coach's son. Uh, he cared about the program. He cares about mm-hmm. his teammates. So I don't know. There was something internally that we don't know exactly, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that was all part of it. All right. Well, how about the positive news is that Jackson's coming back. And I'm not going to say I was shocked, but I was surprised. I mean, I thought he would definitely test the NFL waters and take a crack at the pros. Um, and I guess he can you know, improve his draft stock by coming back and playing well again this next year. But that was a huge score, I thought. And, I mean, everybody knows that. It was a huge score for Arkansas to get him back. Absolutely it was. I mean, there's a, there's a handful of guys. Football would have been in that that you, you know, that I think you really would would have wanted back. And Landon Jackson was clearly way up there with 6.5 sacks. He did get three of them against Alabama. Um, and I think it was that game that you're like, okay, you know, a lot of scouts, a lot of eyes on that Alabama game. Um, maybe that was the moment that he's like, okay, I'm going to use this. But, hey, it's a huge deal for them. Um, a, I'm sure I hope his NIL money is going to be good for him, and um, and then he can improve his stock. And he's a great guy to build your defensive line around, quite honestly. I would like to see the entire defensive coaching staff come back intact. I don't know if that's going to happen. But um, Landon Jackson is a great building block for, you know, where they want to be, you know, from after making – making major strides on defense last year. Tom, we've got a big basketball game tomorrow. I think this is a great opportunity for Arkansas, not only for the net rankings, but just to to get back and beat a rank, another ranked team. But um, probably no Trevin Brazil, uh, I'm guessing, with the uh, sprained ankle. How do you think they replace him? Well, um, it's hard to replace what, what all he could do, uh, starting with his three-point shooting, but also he's the team's leading rebounder. I think it's 7.8 per game. And he was in there getting tough traffic rebounds in some, some of these games this year. Um, I would not want to play him simply because let's just let his heel, his uh, ankle heal. Um, they beat Duke without Tremont Mark, which is a big deal. I don't understand their net ranking. The fact that you played Duke and North Carolina already and in Stanford, they might be down some. But I, I guess it's based on some of the other non-conference games. But I mean, Furman's quality team. Old Dominion, I think, is going to do very well in their conference. So, don't understand it. You could tell it really rankled Eric Musselman when he was asked about it. Uh, they're one, like 116 or 114, and there's a lot of SEC teams that are a lot lower, and you can only help yourself so much when you start playing in conference, because all those other teams are playing the same schedule you are. So, I don't get it. It's frustrating um, for him, and, I, and uh, so OU is sitting in about 14th or 16th in the net, and it's a huge opportunity. If you win this one, you move up, you know, substantially. Uh, but it's going to be tough. They're a great offensive rebounding team. I've been doing some studying up on them. They've been crushing people, too. They only have two games out of their 8-0 start that were less than uh, 20-point margin. And one of them was Iowa and the other one USC. So, uh, yeah, it would be a huge win if, if Arkansas could get this one. Are you on the uh, volleyball bandwagon yet? If I had ESPNU or whatever, I will try to find it tomorrow. I wish there was a radio broadcast on it. If not, but I'm sure there's not. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I keep up with this stuff, and um, it's been a ba- big turnaround. They're the only SEC team remaining, um, and you can make that uh, case on several sports, including men's basketball in recent years. So yeah, Jason Watson's done a phenomenal job building that program up from what he inherited. 
I will put uh, calling volleyball in the same boat as hockey Ooh. and horse racing. I don't know that I could do it as much play-by-play as I've done. I don't know that I can handle that one. They asked me to do the state championships, and I was like, I don't think I can do that. You know, I'd have just to, to be honest with you. If I, just, I watch, like, 20 matches and listen to the play-by-play, like, how do you even do it? Yeah. I could probably make it work, but it wouldn't be very good, <laughs> I don't think. But it is quick, and that's the thing. I think, I like the speed of it. It would be fun. It's very entertaining. So, anyway. Tom, we'll let you go, buddy. I appreciate you. Enjoy your weekend. Good luck fun on the volleyball, and uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. Have a great weekend. All right, buddy. We're going to say a little prayer for Tom that his ESPNU magically appears. Uh, I don't know what kind of TV package he's got, but he's got to work. He's got to get YouTube. What are you doing, Tom? YouTube TV, baby. Yeah. Um, we're going to hit a break. It's 11:26, and when we come back. We've got Clint Turner, and the Pigskin's going to talk to him about football. But you guys are going to play nice. And I, did, I, I stuck up for Michigan. Of course, I heard it the other day. I did. I asked two questions, and I believe it. I said, "Who's got the best run game?" And I don't think there's any debate. And I, I said, who's got the best defense? And I'll take Michigan all day, every day. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I don't feel overconfident, but I think we can win. Yeah, I, I was disappointed that your guys didn't seem to be very excited. When well, they, they wanted got... to play Florida State. That'd be like a walkthrough. You could understand that. I don't think they're afraid of anybody. I don't know I mean, that it would have been a walkthrough, but it, it would certainly yeah. be a more favorable matchup. Well, Florida State's got a really good defense and a horrible offense since Travis is gone. So, you know, it's I just... they're basically Iowa South right now without a quarterback. Eh, they're not that bad. Well, close. I, I think, again, I would have liked to have seen, and we'll see what it looks like, but it's not going to be fair because they're not going to get a good representation. Mm-hmm. They get the worst of both worlds. I'm not, I'm not going to keep harping on this, but this, yeah. I mean, you're going to have a bunch of defections because it's not a playoff game, and I would have liked to have seen Roadmaker get a few weeks of preparation Agree. and see what it would have looked like. And Because the thing is, like their defense is so good, if you can find a way to score 17 or 24, you can beat a lot of good they teams. they got a great pass rush, man. They're, the defensive line's solid. Uh, it is. I just, I'm biased because I love Michael, and I, I want to see Norvell do well, and I hate it for him. He's done everything he was supposed to do and still gets left out watching the parade. That's yeah. that's bogus. It well, is. I'll put there in the playoff next year. Hmm. All right, we got to take a timeout. It's 11:27, and we will uh, certainly be talking more about Oakland here coming up. Zach's going to join us. We'll talk to him about what's going on over the sports book side. And Oakland Sports is the uh, website, and you can also download it for your iPhone or your Android, and then you can wager on all the big sporting events this weekend, including that little football game being played over in Dallas. Big time. And that big football game being yeah. played, though. Excuse me. Uh, Oakland Sports, and, and again, you can already get wagers down on all the bowl games and the playoff games and everything else. Were you surprised with the line? Picks you? Yeah, I was a little bit. I was too. It's going to move, though, in the next few weeks. I, I can see it moving toward Alabama. Well, it already has. I think even more. Because yeah. I think you got Maybe a bunch of. When it's all I think you got a bunch of SEC honks that are going to throw their money on it, and that, you know Vegas they're just trying to draw people in. So I'm going to bet dozens of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I have not made one sports wager this year. My dad still talks wow. about when you came here and cashed in on your master's bet, and you were counting off the bills and laughing at all the suckers. Felt pretty good. He loved that. That was a great moment in sports history. I need stuff. It's it's like uh, horse racing. I need stuff that pays more than even money. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I need the, I need the plus eight hundred bets. I'll tell you a little wager I do like is I've been saying this for weeks in South Carolina. You better get them before it gets any worse. They're five to one right now. South Carolina women. Really? Oh, they're going to win again. I agree. I think so too. Because they got a chip on their shoulder from last year. Yeah, and LSU Caitlin. is trying to. They got some infighting and some. And, I, and this is the worst of the NIL type of thing. It is. And you're going to get some of that. And I was just not good enough. It's, it's Caitlin and a bunch of really yeah. mediocre people. I was not as good as they were last year, mm-hmm. and they couldn't win it last year, so I don't think she's they so done. magical, though. But he watching her beat up on my alma mater the other day was fun. She's say. great. I watched the guys last night, the Iowa Iowa State guys. At one point in the game last night, nobody around here would care, but thank you, Pigskin, for bringing that up. I, Iowa State had outscored Iowa in the paint thirty to two. They were taking it to them, brother. <laughs> was, my uncle's like, Iowa's terrible. France team stinks. Listen, Hilton's a great home field advantage, uh, home court advantage. I I mean, they're just, that's a great place yeah. to, for a basketball Hilton's game. It's phenomenal. Any of the Arkansas fans that went up for that Arkansas game a few years ago when Bobby Portis was here with Mike Anderson, as an Iowa State grad, mm-hmm. I was almost embarrassed because it was so overwhelming that night. It was really impressive, but mm-hmm. yeah, they have their moments. The Bud is doing pretty well, too. 
They're uh, awfully. It's an awfully tough place to get a win. When everybody well. shows up at Bud Walton, you do not want to come in and play Arkansas. It's an intimidating place. Now we got to hit a break. I'll tell you this: you can wager on all those games. Uh, at Oakland, don't forget about what's going on. Pops Lounge, back up and running, rocking and rolling with. Uh, it's always running, but rock and rolling. Our friends Cliff and Susan, and then uh, got a few other things going on. Spa, you can book the hotel at Oakland.com. And Wayne was talking about great dining options. And I got to do the Sunday brunch at the Bugler, and I got to get to the Oak Room. So Wes and I are going to pick a pick a Thursday, come down and knock it out, and then go to go to dinner. And that then, corned beef wasn't too shabby. Wasn't, Man, but I wouldn't mind good. a steak in the Oak Room either. <laughs> we'll be back on the other side with Clint Sterner. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone, brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Elia's is available for holiday caterings and private parties. Book yours today online at eliasmexicangrill.com. Sports Center. Last night on Thursday Night Football, the Patriots beat the Steelers 21-18 thanks in part to Hunter Henry who had two receiving touchdowns. On the year, Henry has 353 receiving yards and five touchdowns. In college basketball last night, Central Arkansas beat Little Rock 75-71. They were led in scoring by Daniel Sofield who had 18. Next up, Central Arkansas plays Eastern Illinois on Sunday at 2. Little Rock hosts Winthrop at the Jack Stevens Center on Sunday at noon. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And Arkansas basketball takes on 19th ranked Oklahoma tomorrow at 3. The Sooners come into the matchup undefeated at 8-0. Coverage for that game can be heard on the buzz starting at 2.30. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin and piggot? Yep. Hoops in Humno, baseball in Bauxite, long shots in Lavaca? All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oakland Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It was the month of Christmas and the fat man had a bone to pick. A peculiar problem for old Saint Nick. All his elves had lost their ways because instead of toys, everyone wanted new Hyundais. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales event at Kris Kreme. But when he saw the SUVs of Hyundai, Santa declared, I too shall upgrade my sleigh. So if you hear a rumble in the night with a sleek new Hyundai in sight, just know it's Santa on his way in a new Palisade from Kris Kreme Hyundai. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee with Ava Bella Day Spa. It's Christmas time again. We have our Jingle Bell Special, which is $100, and that's an entire facial treatment. We also have our wonderful Christmas time special. You get a stress reliever massage, a peppermint scalp massage, and a foot scrub, all for $125. Just go to avabelladayspa.com, click on Instant Gift Certificates, and you can purchase it right there. Send it to your recipient or print it out. Happy Holidays! It's Justin Acre for Coffin by Design West. Shop with the local folks and get exactly what you want. You can also shop from the convenience of your own home by going to KaufmanLumber.com. There's an online store with over 800,000 items in inventory that can be delivered straight to your front door. Items in inventory include everything from hardware to housewares, heating and cooling supplies, lawn and garden tools, sporting goods, store and office supplies, and there's a huge range of products in each area available. So go by their store in West Little Rock at 14900 Cancel Road or do your shopping online at KaufmanLumber.com. You're back in the zone with Justin Ankrey and Wes Moore, Central Arkansas's only midday sports talk show. People dream high in the quiet of the night, you know that I caught it. Bad, bad boy, sunny toy with a price, you know that I bought it. Killing me so out the window, always waiting for you to be waiting below. Devils roll the dice, angels roll their eyes, what doesn't kill me makes me want you more. We need to go check in with uh, Clint Sterner. And, well, there he is. Let's do it. Sterner, play action. Looking, pumps. Throws down the middle. Touchdown! Arkansas! Oh, my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws. Visit them in Conway today or 
Check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake. Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a oh. wide open receiver. It's Cobb. Towards the end zone. Touchdown. All right. Let's do it. The new papa. Clint Sterner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. How's the week been, Clint? Man, it's been good, boys. It's good. Um, as, as I said last time, I talked to y'all last, man, we, we've had a little appointment, man. Mama's, mama's moving better, and, and the baby is 100% healthy, man. So, And Big Sis, is um, she, she's handling it like a champ as well. So, so far, so good. You know, you might mention to Lauren, you know, women are particularly fertile right after they have a, a child. So if you guys want to knock out number three right away, just get it over with. I mean, it might not be a bad idea. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think there's that's one that's one thing on the list of about three that that I just don't have the guts to, to even uh, to, to mention right now. If I'm being completely honest, <laughs> sounds like you're going to have a long, successful uh, marriage, Clinton. If you're going to take advice yeah, from anybody when yeah. it comes to relationships, shouldn't be me. I can tell you that much, pal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, the best thing is is uh, when my mom when my mom tries to give relationship advice. I said, "Mom, I love you. I mean, you're one of my best friends now. One of two with my wife, obviously." I said, "But." uh the one thing I'm not taking from your no good ass is uh, is is relationship <laughs> advice. You've been single for about 24 years now, so we're gonna. We're gonna hey, I, I'm gonna do this my way. A lot of people call that winning, buddy. Let me tell you something right now. So, um, good for Mama hey, Hog. Yeah, I, I, I was single for 43. I was I was yeah, no doubt. For 40, well, really, 44 actually, but yeah, 40, no, 43. Yeah, so um, I, I'm with you, man. All right, so uh, we have talked about Portal a little bit with Tom Murphy. I guess we have talked a little bit about the bowl games with you, and we're kind of in a holding pattern. There's a lot of repetitive stuff here. You know, we were just talking about Poop Hall and the frustration with, uh, I guess, uh, for us, that he left. I mean, you know, because the thing is, Clint, obviously he's getting – and this is my frustration. I, I, I said I'm going to start calling those high-profile guys like him free agents. They're not, mm-hmm. It's not, a, it's not a, uh, a transfer. I mean, these are, these are, these are free agents. These are guys who are going out to get as much money as they can get because it's not a lack of playing time. It's not a lack of visibility to put you in the NFL. And it's not even really NIL money necessarily at your own school. Maybe you can get a little more somewhere else. Bingo. But you're basically a free agent at this point. So it frustrates me with a guy like that or these quarterbacks who are starting quarterbacks. They're like, you know what? You guys are great. You're going to give me a million dollars, but I can get one four over here, so I'm going to transfer. It really upsets me, but that's the world we live in, I guess. But it does, it, to me, it'll have to go through the whole thing, learn a new system, get to know your teammates, have to move, change unis, go through the whole thing. Like, it just seems like a lot to me if you don't have to do it. Well, it, it is a, it's a huge gamble, right? I mean, I, it, the, everything you mentioned on the back end there in terms of you hope you have chemistry with the new coach and the new, and the new uh, players, the new locker room, you hope you can, the, the system is a good fit, you know, you you hope that the guys in that meeting room aren't better than you are to where you don't end up seeing playing time. And so, you know, it's just, it, it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's very similar to recruiting in terms of a lot of kids make mistakes because of the logo on the helmet or nowadays because they're given a little bit of money instead of evaluating. The number one thing a kid should do, the one thing that hadn't changed, whether you're a, a high school recruit coming out or a, a guy in the transfer portal is whatever, when you narrow your schools down, it should be strongly based off of, what does your position room look like? Um, are there are there three seniors that are going to be gone after next year, or is, is there three sophomores that are playing and a freshman that are playing? You know, like figure out, give yourself the best chance to play. And then on the NIL stand, from an NIL standpoint, Justin, it is sad, but it's true. These guys that are, and I don't know, I don't know that Paul falls in this category, by the way. But you know, the guys that are your, let's say your top. I don't know, 20% players in, in all of college football. I mean, really, once they've played and established themselves and created some value, they would be crazy not to, to throw their name in the, in the transfer portal. Um, simply because of what you just said. If you can go get a quarter million dollars somewhere else, um, really, if we're being honest, taking that quarter million dollars is probably the smart decision to make the move because the odds of you making it in the league are very slim to none. And so um, it's a slippery slope, but I don't blame any players, man, for, for getting into that portal, whether it's taking more, getting more money somewhere else or it's getting your team, your, your organization, to show you how much, instead of tell you, show you how much they like you and pony up a couple hundred thousand more dollars, man. Um, reality is this is a phenomenal start for a lot of these guys because they're not going to play at the next level. 
Arkansas is in on uh, North Texas's quarterback. Have you seen him play before? I've not. I've not seen North Texas quarterback play. I haven't seen there's, there's I saw I just offered a kid down here in, in the spring area, which is right outside of Houston, just north of Houston. I hadn't I hadn't seen him play. Uh, heck, I, I heard they were flirting with the kid at Boise State, and and I had I haven't uh, I didn't see him play a whole lot this year. So I've been since these names have popped. Obviously, I've been in the hospital and kind of out of out of uh, out of my normal routine here. So I hadn't seen any of those guys play. Uh, West, but look here. Here's the. Have, have we announced anything officially with KJ? I think the general feel is everybody's just waiting for it to happen to him to enter the portal. Yeah, yeah. That, to me, that's the that's the biggest talking point with the with the Razorbacks right now, which I'm sure you guys have, have talked to death, uh, Justin. But but at the end of the day, I mean, if you look at the quarterback, it's all going to hinge on what KJ Jefferson does. Um. And, and reality is, I think the best case scenario for the university is, is for KJ to move on. And I think the best case scenario for KJ at this point in time is to move on. Um, but as you mentioned, there's a lot of money involved. Um, how committed is Pittman from a NIL standpoint? You know, that, that's to me, that's the one that's going to trigger how aggressive Arkansas gets in going after one of these other guys. Um, and, and what the, what the, the roster ends up the transfer roster ends up looking for looking like with Arkansas. Uh, Clint Sterner joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai up in Conway. Hyundai. Hyundai. I have a hard time with that word. Hyundai. Hyundai. It's not hard. The company's been around a long time, and yet I'm so dumb, I don't know how to pronounce it. Hyundai. Sorry about that, Chris. My apologies. I'm stupid. Okay, uh, Clint, isn't, let me isn't ask it spelled, it, Hey, isn't it spelled Hyundai? Yeah, that's how it's spelled. But it's pronounced I think, that's Hyundai. How, I think that's how we should say it. I think we should say it like it's like It's like when you're talking to your wife, you say, hun, and, and then you say, what day is it? Hun, what day is it? Hyundai. Simple. Not hard. Okay, I'm <laughs> dumb. Let's go. Uh, let me ask you about uh, Bobby Petrino, and and uh, let's just assume that Chriswell's the guy. You know, Tom Murphy made a great point. He said he's, he's he, he had mallet thriving. Tyler Wilson is a little bit different quarterback thriving. Lamar Jackson won the Heisman Trophy under Petrino. And I was thinking to myself, like, what's the what's the comp, right? I was like, if Tyler Wilson and Lamar Jackson like had a baby, like Chriswell would kind of be like the best of both worlds because he throws it maybe a little bit better than Lamar did in his career, and maybe doesn't run quite as well. It doesn't run as well. Nobody mm-hmm. does, but um, but he's he's a thicker body and a, a guy a guy that can take a little bit of abuse. Um, how do you see that that working? I mean, you think he? I think he could thrive with Coach Petrino. Well, the only look, the wild card here with with Jacoby Criswell is 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 an easy one, right? Is is mentally, um, from a processing standpoint, can he handle this year? Like not in two years, but this year, can he handle Petrino's offense? How quickly can he pick it up? Because I'm just going to be honest with you, you're you're they're not going to they're not going to find a better physical, uh, physically gifted quarterback. At the, at the University of Arkansas, now, they they may have a shot at somebody that's a, a higher level processor that's already like like for instance, and I'm not saying this is the guy, but Max Johnson was at A and M, got injured, he entered the transfer portal. He's a one year guy, already knows Petrino and the system. If they really hit it off, you know, and and they were to flirt with him, then you go, okay, you're getting you're getting half the talent, but you're getting a guy that that should be a, an extension of by Petrino on the field. Which how important is that to the to the the offensive uh, the, the rest of the offensive huddle, um, so it, it's you know that that dynamic exists. But but let's let's be clear with with Jacoby Criswell, they are not going to up, upgrade from a from a skill standpoint. When you talk about the combination of being able to run the football both with speed and power, uh, again, like you said, he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not he's not going to be any of those guys. I, I'd say he's more comparable to a Dak Prescott, um, you know, his college years than he is necessarily a. Uh, Lamar Jackson and how he's going to get it done. He's not going to make a bunch of plays off script and off schedule and wow you with these throws where he's falling down like Pat Mahomes. But you're talking about a guy that does have elite at the college level, elite arm talent. He can throw it from all different arm slots. Uh, he doesn't need his body in a perfect position to make all the throws. That's where his wow throws are going to come from is where if he doesn't have time to set his feet, you know, you're going to see the arm strength. Um, and the athletic ability is there. They're not going to upgrade in, in that category. The, the biggest question here is, and I think Bobby can sit down in a couple of conversations, probably have a pretty good feeling about what they need to do at quarterback and, and, and know whether Jacoby Criswell is going to be able to 
handle this offense because the pressure comes, as I said, uh, the pressure comes both with Jacoby Criswell being really coming down the, the, the end of his career. Uh, he didn't have a lot of time left. Sam Pittman doesn't have a lot of time left. He, I mean, he, they've got to win now. And so, you know, that's that's going to be the wild card, man. Criswell is, is without a doubt the real deal. You talk about the ability to, to, to throw the football and, and good good batter and different throw. Let's say it's not located perfect, Justin. It gets there quick enough to where the DB has significant less time to make the play. Um, he's got that kind of arm talent, that kind of arm strength. So that's a huge advantage in a system like Bobby Petrino. So we'll see we'll see if he can process at a Ryan Mallett level or anywhere close. And then if that's the case, well, Arkansas's got a they got a quarterback they can win with. Well, we'll see how you're processing by Monday with no sleep, Clint, with that new baby. <laughs> so you enjoy the weekend, my friend. We'll let you rest up, and we'll talk to you next week. You got it, brother. Y'all be good and go home. All right, buddy. Thank you. That's Clint Sterner. Let's just look at the slate this weekend, guys. you got some really, 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 really good college basketball games. Marquette is at home trying to bounce back from the loss of Wisconsin earlier this week. you got um, their host at Notre Dame, by the way. Um, BYU is at Utah, so you got the Holy War basketball style. Kansas and Missouri, the old rivalry Ooh. renewed in Lawrence this weekend. Missouri 7-2. and two. And Kansas eight and one, five and zero at home. Undefeated Clemson, number twenty four, and undefeated TCU unranked, eight and zero against seven and zero. Arkansas, Oklahoma, obviously a good one. Number twenty three, Wisconsin, just beat Marquette. Now going to number one, Arizona. Wow. Arizona has won and covered every game this year so far. They uh, really suffered from that scandal that cost their coach his job, didn't they? <laughs> number one the next year. Yeah. That's, that's tough. And then number 20, Illinois, not uh, Brett Bielema's team, the basketball version, is at number 17, Tennessee. I so, can't figure out what I think about Brad Underwood yet. I think he's a decent coach. I don't think he's a great coach. But Illinois is a place you can win. Yep. A lot of people have proven that. He's a really, I think he's a really good coach. You think so? I don't think he's an elite, elite coach. That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. I think he's above average, His though. teams are tough. They they play tough. They're, they're, he seems kind of like a tough guy. Well, he had know? a whale of a run at SFA. He did, sure. he, he did. Thomas Walkup. What Who, a stud. Was that the the bearded point guard? Man, that was kind a, of a point forward, yeah. He was kind of a dude, man. He is a dude, I yeah. liked him. Uh, and UAPB, the only team in America <laughs> that is perfect on the over this season playing at UConn. Wes, over under 112 for UConn on Saturday. Christian, you got a, you got a thought on that? No thoughts. No thoughts, Christian. UConn says. is 112? UConn. That's what their over is? No, I'm saying, what do you think UConn will score 112? Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, UAPB has been, they're, they're trying to outscore everybody. They don't care. Uh, that's hard to do. I don't I, think so. Did yeah. you order any food? No. I'd go under 112. Yeah, that's how a lot about of points. How about 100? Over. They're not scoring that much, actually, but they're playing a really good team. They lost 69-65 to Kansas. This is UConn. They beat North Carolina 87-76. They've only scored 100 points once, and it was against Stonehill, 107-67. The thing about UAPB, though, they will get your pace up, so they're going to get lots of shots. Um, they like to hoist it. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what the over-under is. 102.75. So, 177. That's probably about right. It's pretty That's a good I just saw a cool new title. Our friend Nancy Holtis. You know what her title is? Paddock Specialist. Paddock Analyst. Yeah. I'm like, that's good. Maybe Harbaugh could hire her. She we could be me- a paddock analyst. we got to meet her Aussie cohort. I haven't met Crystal. her yet. Yeah, Crystal. Yeah. Conning? Conning. Conning. Yeah, yeah, they're on TV right now. She's got a... I, I watched the video with her doing an interview. She's got a... You know, she's got the Australian accent. I oh, love that accent. I haven't heard her speak yet. Yeah. Well, she sounds like an Aussie. Huh. Throw another shrimp on the thought? bobby. Weird, huh? Yeah. Odd. Uh, you got something? We go on a break? We I- back. The king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen. There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because Arkansans like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today. 
and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them, you win them. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. It's the sale you've been waiting for all year long. Black Friday at Big O Tires. Up to $140 instant savings on select sets of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper and Sumitomo tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire we stock. Get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service, too. Plus, 0% interest when you use your big O credit card, which will leave a little something in Santa's pocket this Christmas. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Jimmy Butler is one of the most fascinating players in the NBA. He blasts country music in the locker room, annoying his teammates. He started his own pandemic-era coffee company, charging $20 a cup for sizes small, medium, and large. He is a ferocious competitor, vowing to lead the Miami Heat back to the NBA Finals. And his new emo hairstyle, taken from Andre 3000's Hey Ya Do, promises to be entertaining for everyone. Fun for the whole family, as they say. Double B's is also fun for the whole family. Make a pit stop today. Grab a snack. Get a refreshing beverage. All the things that everyone needs. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Registration is now open for the 2023 Dodgeball Santa Dodgeball Tournament, December 10th on Main Street in downtown Woodrock. Get your team together and get ready to compete for the giant wrench. Go to dodgeballsanta.com for more information. You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acre and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Big Big O Tires is ready to make a deal. If you need tires, new set of tires, or just one tire, Big O Tires will take care of you. Great deals going on right now. Black Friday special still going on. Go to the website, bigotires.com slash deals to see all the great deals. Two locations, Cabot and Conway. Huge selection of tires. All the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. Don't forget they'll work on your car, too. They have mechanics on hand ready to take care of you and your vehicle. In Conway, they're on Hark Riders. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger. Go check out our friends at Big O Tires. That is the team we trust. Uh, I got a note here on, what was that? Southern Structural Solution text line. Ask Catalana Knox how transferring out panned out. Uh, Knox was second team all SEC. Yeah, so he had a pretty good year. It wouldn't have been any better here. Okay year. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to be second team all SEC at Arkansas. And Catalana's gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, what kind of year did have? was on his way of being all SEC. That's true. What, uh, what kind of year did... Uh, Injury plagued. Catalana? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. First time ever. Yeah. Feel he's too small him. to be a safety. He's not any bigger than I am. I mean, he's not a big guy. No, he's not. He's too small to play safety. That's the problem. And he's Earl so Thomas good was at the small, position. but he made it work. Yeah. What? I mean, how big was Earl? Like 5'9". Was he that small? Yeah. I think Eric Weddle was pretty small, too. Man. Well, the way Craner plays... way Craner. I'm looking at Eli now. The way that uh, Catalan plays, I think, is just it's problematic. And that shoulder, I mean, I don't know. I just I think it's going to be a recurring issue. I hate it because he's really talented. But anyway, he runs a lot better than I did. Uh, Eli Craner joining us on the brand of Moving and Storage. Hotline, what do you say there, boss? What's up, guys? Hey. How are you? Good. So you're saying height has to do with injury? Like if you're too short, you get injured too much? Or he's a, he's that... a small guy. He's a small frame, small dude. He's not a big person. I was shocked when yeah. I met him. I was like, wow, you're not very big. But I didn't tell him that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like I'll tell you what, Eli, this is a true story. I met uh, when I met uh, Elijah Butu, the the linebacker for Arkansas. Yeah. He was shorter yeah. than me, yeah, but he looked like a fire hydrant. Yeah, like, he was thick as he could thick. be. Yeah, 
Yeah. So just like yeah, he's just slightly built, and I was just very yeah. surprised by it. I see. I see. Yeah. Like I looked at so I looked at Cat. Yeah. No, I looked at Catalan. Like I could pick you up over my head for sure. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> anyway, I didn't do it though. Just I didn't want him to punch me or anything. Uh, all right. Let's get let's get to uh, let's get to book time. What are we what are we reading this week? Hey, question of the day, Christian. Throw it at Eli. Does listening to an audiobook count as reading a book? Yeah, it works in different muscles, but these days, that's what, I mean, that's one of my biggest selling points. But when I always tell people, I'm like, you know, like, you wrote a book, right? I'm like, yeah, I got, I got, and they're like, I don't read. And I'm like, well, what about audiobooks? Because I narrate, you know, both of my audiobooks. So I'm like, I'll read the book to you. Um, and, and that always is a selling point. So, yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. think it works the same brain muscle, um, but it's still better than, better than nothing. Yeah, um, you still have to so comprehend yeah, the story. I say definitely yes. count. All right, what are we reading definitely. this week or, or listening to? Uh, man, I got something I got to share first, if y'all don't mind. Uh, don't this mind. This was a crazy big week. Uh, Ozark Dogs, the second novel that the New York Times came out with all their best uh, of the year. Um, and the New York Times listed Ozark Dogs, I think there were six books on the list, as one of the best crime thrillers. Um, so that was, that was a big, big moment in the publicity awesome. world. Yeah. For, for that stuff. And, uh, also the guardian, which is in the UK, um, like the guardian, um, their media outlet, the, I think it's a newspaper in the UK. They also listed the books out over in, in the UK. So it was a, a double hit, uh, one stateside and one across the pond. Um, so that was, that was cool. So still kind of riding that. Well, that's fantastic, yeah, man. I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah, thanks, thanks. And the book that I'm going to recommend this week is one that, as I've been doing all this Arkansas writing and people, you know, go and talk about Arkansas, they bring up this guy named Donald Harrington. And when I say, they're like, have you read Donald Harrington, who is a, was an Arkansas-based author? He's, he's passed away now. He's up in Fayetteville. Um, I would say no. And then I would inadvertently always get this look like like what the hell like like you're going around saying you're writing about Arkansas and never said Donald Harrington um, and Donald Harrington was writing of, of most of his stuff back in like the 90s uh, the 80s uh, that's when the book that I'm going to recommend today because I have remedied that it's called The Choiring of the Trees and it's set back in like 1914 right in like this like Northwest kind of Mount Judy, Jasper, Harrison area. He's got a fictionalized Arkansas town. And man, I mean, for, for the hills and for the Ozarky region of Arkansas, he's got about 14 novels. Uh, but this first one that I've started, The Choiring of the Trees, it is just, it's just crazy. I don't even think it's in print anymore. I looked it up on Amazon before this, and you can still get like used copies on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, have y'all heard of Donald Harrington? have it, but I'm going to check it out. Yeah, well, he's the one. Has I ever said Arkansas on when I'm talking to y'all? I don't think so. So, like, when you're talking about a person from Arkansas, I always say Arkansas. Okay. And Harrington is the guy who coined that. Um, okay. And, the re- and I don't even know if I was aware of that. And his reason was that there is no Kansas in Arkansas. So, like, uh-huh. when you say... Arkansas, you don't say Arkansas, so therefore you shouldn't say 